welcome back to the Transfer Talks podcast. My name is Janine, and I'm a Transfer Jacks peer mentor. Today, the rest of the podcast committee is joining me to talk about the podcast. Hi, my name is Layla Renault. Hi, my name is Tiff Kim. Hi, my name is Cora Brown. In this episode today, we just want to share more about why the podcast is out, why it's being created, the importance of us sharing the stories of our transfer student community, and the behind the scenes of us going through producing this podcast because it is mainly a student-produced podcast, so it's a little bit different from maybe a regular podcast but and kind of like us sharing our experience in producing this podcast. So, um, as far as to this, it our Transfer Talks podcast started out as a new project for the Transfer Jacks Mentoring Program at Northern Arizona University. The process of this project began last semester, so fall 2022, and the main reason we started it um, was with the goal of sharing the stories and experiences of our transfer students. Being a transfer student is a unique experience. It's completely different from a first year experience and the transition and adjustment to a new school and a new environment is the part where a lot of students tend to struggle, which is why our mentoring program is here to help support them. They're trying to find their community make new friends, join clubs and organizations, learn a different school system, all while being in their second, third, or even fourth year of college. So they kind of got the college thing down, but again, they're just trying to find their community. Um, So every student's story is completely different, and having the platform to share these stories allows us to learn how to better advocate for the transfer student community, and this is basically the entire reason why this podcast was created, and it kind of, like I said, helps us learn how to better advocate for the transfer student community. The podcast, as we previously said, began in the fall 2022 semester. As a committee, we started out with coming up with questions to ask students and figure out how we can reach out to students to get them interested in wanting to record their own episode. An email got sent out to the transfer student community at NAU during National Transfer Student Week, which was in October, to introduce this project to our community and gain student interest. From there, we reached out to students to start scheduling their episodes, and we began began recording in December, right before winter break, and resumed recording when we returned for the spring semester. Our Transfer Jacks coordinator, Catherine, also began recording some staff at NEU who were transfer students while they were in college. As a committee, we have all recorded episodes with students and our mentoring team, and we've also even recorded our own episodes. So we've recorded video versions, we've recorded audio versions of the episodes, and currently have out... Um, just audio on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but we're soon going to be hitting YouTube with these videos. So it's been such a journey trying to figure out how to record these episodes, edit them, transcribe them, get the students scheduled, uh, creating the script, and everything else that comes with producing a podcast or this podcast in particular. So here's my question to the rest of you. What has this experience been like for you and how does it feel as a student to have had the opportunity pr- to produce a podcast like this? Um, I, I really enjoyed it to really get um, to know other people's stories because I come, my story was coming from a community college, but I've met a lot that were more along the lines of taking a break or even just other stories in that matter. And I just find it really interesting and also in the sense of how common it is for transfer students to feel isolated alone and just kind of timid to reach out so it's definitely a trend and it's nice to know that um 
as a community, it's pretty prevalent. Yeah, absolutely. See, as for myself, um, I love hearing my own voice and seeing myself <laughs> on recording, so I love being the center of attention. But being also as the center of attention, I really like to watch other transfer students share their stories because I myself am not considered a transfer student, but I do have transfer credits. But my experience was way different compared to other experiences, and their experience are way different from mine. And just hearing those stories kind of opened my eyes of, wow, that sounds very difficult, but also very courageous, because some of the stuff that our transfer students have done has been very bold, and I feel like for me and my personality, I'd be too scared to take that risk as they did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even with being a mentor, right, you hear everybody's stories and everyone, like you said, comes from like different backgrounds or has a different story. And people have transferred from community colleges, taken breaks, transferred from another university. Like I transferred from another university. I didn't. Well, technically, I transferred twice from a community college to another university and then that university to here. So I'm like, okay, that's a little interesting. But yeah. What about you, Tiff? I have a little bit more of like a selfish story. That's okay. <laughs> so when I first started, my first interview was like six minutes. And then my most recent one was almost 30 minutes. So you can tell that I actually grew from that process. Yeah. And I really like that. And also, I'm just able to have a more like coherent discussion with other people. And it's possible because of this podcast. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I think we have all grown from recording episodes in this podcast because obviously from the start, right, it's a it's a work in process. So we don't necessarily know where things are going to go. We don't really know like what we should do or how we should carry on, things like this. But I definitely think the episodes all in all are very, very interesting, but you can kind of see how we've grown as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So going on to the next thing. Um, we've recorded approximately 30 episodes that are out right now and have listened to so many different student stories, even just as being mentors. So what is something that you have learned from the transfer students that have shared their stories, whether that's with the podcast or that's with um, being a mentor? One thing that I have learned from all the transfer students that I have talked to was that everyone's experience was definitely different and I have heard stories that can bring me to tears and just how strong our transfer students are um, due to other circumstances at home or other university circumstances and as a mentor it kind of taught me to be more empathetic to transfer students because, you know, when I first came here, my thoughts like, yeah, I'm a college student, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to go to class, I'm going to get A's, and that did not happen. Um, <laughs> but hearing the stories is like, they also had that same idea, and then stuff happened, and now they have to, or want to, switch to a different university to get that exact same experience, or what they thought that they would like. Um, and just to understand, like, you know, Everyone says college is such a fun time, and not all colleges can be a fun time. I think it's also really cool, or something that I've learned too, after picking up trends that are um, prevalent um, within the transfer students, is just to like 
normalize it. To see that it's like frequently encountered means that it's a normal thing and it's part of the process. And I'm not saying, not trying to invalidate other people's stories, but it's just like, it's good to know that with us being transfer students or rather non-traditional, we have our own ways of doing things and it's often stigmatized. And what I really like about this podcast is to just bring it to light to like, kind of like, how do you explain it? Tell their stories in a way where people can better understand because maybe people don't know where to start. And letting starting this podcast is, I think, um, a really good starter to just get the conversation going on what being a transfer student really means. Yeah, I definitely agree because when I first came to NAU, a lot of the classes that I took were like freshman, first year, like 100 basic level classes. And I think because a lot of the people that I have encountered, um, whether that's people that I've worked with or people that I've met with, um, a lot of people either had like an associate's degree or were at like a community college for a couple of years or a different university for a couple of years. And they were already taking in their first semester upper division courses. And that wasn't something that I went through. So um, I guess more or less when I first came here, like I was ashamed to call myself a transfer student because that's weird. Like I was in my sophomore year of college taking 100 level courses. And I was like, that doesn't seem right at all. So I was like, oh yeah. I was going around telling everybody I was a freshman, but I really wasn't. (laughs) I do not recommend ever doing that. And I wish I could take it all back. But I guess the one thing that I learned is that a lot of people, or not maybe a lot of people, but quite a few people are actually very proud to be a transfer student. And I, I love that for them. Good for them. But I think it's important to destigmatize, like you're talking about, um, the idea of being a transfer student. And it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's not. Everyone's on their own path. Everyone's on their own journey. Like, what works for you works for you. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to add? <laughs> um, basically, reiterating, like, I feel like a lot of the people on the podcast, they have a, like, strong relationship with their mentor. So, you know, that this program actually did help them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the program does help. And then, like, same for me. I, I was also, like, I don't want to say that I'm a transfer student when I first came here. And now I'm, like, I'm a transfer student. And I'm happy about that. Because, you know, like, we all have our own, like, story that led us here. And that's something to be proud of. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean ironically the first couple of friends that I made were transfer students and they transferred in the same semester as me like my roommate back in Mountain View was a transfer student and I had no idea (laughs) and then um, one of my first friends that I made in one of my basic 100 level classes was also a transfer student and I had class with her like every single day I was like okay so I guess it's not like super uncommon and then my best friend back home was a transfer student too like thinking about it now didn't realize it till now Mm -hmm. so I was like it's really just that stigma of actually just saying it out loud. Like, because mm-hmm. I feel like we're all, we're doing a lot better these days, but we're kind of all hidden. Yeah. And, like, you can't tell who's a transfer student and who's not, mm-hmm. in a sense, so. Yeah. I would even say, like, for me, um, when I first came, a lot of my friends were transfer students, and uh, I, even though we both came into the school at the same time, it was nice talking to her, because she did have experiences, like, oh, professors will do mostly this or that, 
And even though we were both new to the school, she had way more experience than me, and I relied on her a lot to mm-hmm. kind of get through my freshman year and see what college was actually like. Right, yeah, and you came to NAU during COVID, right? Like, yeah. fall 2020, I think you said. Yeah. yeah, I moved into the dorms, and there was nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, so fun. So, so fun. Okay. In a lot of our episodes, we've talked about what we would like for people to know about the transfer student experience and what it's like to be a transfer student, especially here at NAU. So is there a theme that you have noticed um, to help us learn what we could do as a program to better serve the transfer student community here? I've heard a lot of people equate um, transfer students to first year students and a lot of the mentees have been saying that like no that's not actually it because we have a completely different experience we've already been to college maybe like one or two years and we have somewhat of a handle on things but we still need you know guidance right it's going back to that whole you've already done college but now you're in a new environment you're at a new school you're learning how to make new friends you're learning the school system you're learning um just basically finding your community And that's already hard, especially, like, with being a transfer student, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people here are already friends or already have their established friend group or their established, like, community. But us coming in, I guess more or less we're scared to jump into that community and disrupting whatever they have going on. Mm -hmm. I have also had um, students tell me that when they first got here, they thought they like they had everything fine because you know they did school before they know how teachers work they went to class and uh, try to use bb learn and struggled with that and then they had to go and get their books they didn't know where exactly to get their books like the beginning steps and they all at first think like i can do this because you know i've done this before i just have to relearn it by myself and a lot of them told me that they didn't realize that they had this program for them, even though I reached out to them a lot of times, but it's okay. <laughs> um, but they didn't, like, know that, like, our program is here for them, and the reason why they acknowledge it was by getting phone calls and emails by us 24-7, as we do. Um, so I think, like, for our program... Um, one thing I guess what we can learn from talking to our transfer students is that we need to reach out a lot more and help them straight from the beginning before we let them fall on their face first. Yeah, and I think as part of that, because as the three of you know, I've been here for a long time. Yeah. So there, there's like a, a good, not, I don't want to say a good thing and a bad thing, but like an easy way and a hard way or something like that as far as to reaching out to them more because some people truly just don't want to talk to you and that's fine like we've accepted that we know it's going to happen it's hard because you want to be there to help and you know admitting that you need help is even harder for i would say for our transfer students because they're in a new place they don't want to admit that they need that type of support because you know they've gone through it before they they feel like they know what they're doing i think it's like it comes a lot more along the lines of like age and maturity because you think coming in we typically have transfer students coming in as upper classmen but I can't say that for all but we do have a trend for that and like there's a certain like way where we feel like we have to have it all down even though we're new because we're older and it would just be more beneficial to us because it's like oh 
I'm a freshman, so it's okay if I don't know anything, whereas it's different. People hold different standards and expectations. That's just society as it is on, like, upper division students. So I feel like there's definitely that peer pressure to, like, have it down because it's like you're an adult now, so you should be able to figure it out on yourself, like, by yourself. And so, like you said, like, reaching out for help is not an easy thing. Yeah, and, like, your whole thing, right, because with age and maturity and things like that, when I became a mentor, I wasn't even 20. I was 19 and a half. So, and a lot of the people that I met with, like Indira, one of our former mentors, she's older than me, and I was her mentor when she came here. Like, that, that's, sometimes I think people are more or less like, oh, you're younger than me, I probably shouldn't listen to you, but they... I think are also afraid to ask for the help because it's like you said right the age and the maturity thing they want to do it on their own they're an adult but at the same time some people don't really know how to ask for help or don't want to ask for help like I'm one of the very people that have told all of my mentees don't be afraid to ask for help and then I'm a hypocrite because I don't do that I think there's definitely like a pride aspect to it and I feel like it's good to be able to like do things on your own but you should know like to an extent how far you can go and when you need help but again no one knows how to actually pop the question of how do I say I need help Mm -hmm. without making it look like I can't like necessarily do it or I didn't try it a couple of times I don't know there's like a fine line for that but um yeah a lot of transfer students are really hesitant for that because it's just like how is it gonna make me look it's kind of humiliating that I don't know but it's like you're new it's It's okay okay. (laughs) it's okay completely agree does anybody have anything they want to add to the topic of themes they noticed to help us learn what we could do to better advocate for the transfer student community well I was kind of wondering if like and I don't know if we already do this. You guys can just let me know. But, like, is there any way that maybe... Because I know they have their mentors to reach out to when it comes to, like, meeting with them. But some people aren't too big on the one-on-one kind of meetings. Or just, like, there's no point. But I feel like maybe if we had more, like, workshops in a sense of, like, offering what kind of resources we have here. Like, we've had advising here. What else have we had? Career development. You know, stuff like that to where um, transfer students tend to be looking at at the moment. And so maybe they're not... Because, like, we all come with, like, different motives, and some aren't necessarily looking for that empathy or connection and want to, like, get started and, like, what's the next thing? And I think it's really important to, like, establish or, like, promote the resources through workshops that we have exclusively for those transfer students, if you know what I mean. And then, like, from then on, they can, like, decide whether or not to, like, explore further into that. But I think it's a good, like, first step. And it, it'll be a lot easier. And it's with, like, a group of people rather than just one-on-one, if you, if you guys know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we do pizza planning and prizes. Mm-hmm. So that's one as far as to um, getting a jump start on, like, your, your goal here of academics, right? Being organized, making sure you know what's going on and everything like that. And then also having us mentors there to help them out as far as to, oh, where can I find my books? Where should I look to make sure that... I know where all of my assignments need to be submitted and things like that, which I know is probably going to be a little bit difficult next year just because we're going from BB Learn to Canvas. I've never used Canvas, so when I heard that we were making the switch, I was like, oh, I'm so excited because I I don't need to learn that for, like, a year or a semester because BB Learn is, like, my thing. Like, I used it in high school. <laughs> I used it at my colleges at home. Like, yes, I know BB Learn. That's my thing. <laughs> I did um, Canvas when I was in high school taking college classes. 
and I have very much mixed opinions on it. <laughs> I do have to say, I would like to highlight there, whenever you submit something, confetti comes out. It makes me feel pretty good, <laughs> even if it's, like, a late submission. You guys, you never had that? Really? Yeah. In Canvas? I, I did that for my community college, I think, because we went from BBL to Canvas Oh, well. yeah, okay. So, like, we, like, whenever I submitted something, it would be, like, a... Like confetti, like it felt so good. It would like go off the screen and stuff, and I'm just like, oh my god, it's so cool. <laughs> that could just be like a one thing, but that was like one of my favorite things about Canvas. They do have different layouts, but I feel like it's manageable. But it's hard when you're so custom to BB Learn, and especially as a mentor, making sure you have it down to help other students. Like very important. Yes. So I guess that's your your summer assignment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it, it's okay if you can't do it alone. <laughs> you can ask other mentors. I'm going to ask help. my mentees, <laughs> how do you do it? <laughs> there you go. I have, you know, all of them told me how much like they used Canvas and they don't understand BBLR, and I think the rules are about to be reversed pretty soon. <laughs> I feel like it's cl- like pretty cool to keep like a grounded conversation with your mentees too, you know? Just be like, you know, I don't know how to do this, do you? And it's like, you can help me out. Yeah. For ideas <laughs> to like improve our mentorship, um, I think we need to have more communication with our transfer students and ask them, what would you guys like to see, like send out like a survey or have them tell us personally so we can write it down because I want the trans, I feel like all of us would want the transfer program to be very beneficial to every transfer student and trying to come up with new ways, like, you know, we do events, we do one-on-one meetings, we do trips and there's so much that we can do in our heads, but I think we need to add in some new ideas by our current transfer ones. Because as the people that are standing in this room today transferred many years ago, or a few years ago, and there could be something that's new that's going on in today's current way of transferring. Yeah, I love that idea, and I really do hope that that is something that's implemented, because... Um, I have had so many students, especially after the paint night in the fall semester, that were like, oh, we should do another paint night. Like, I really like that. Okay, yeah, let's let's do another paint night. And then we did another paint night this semester. But, yeah, like, even off the top of my head, because I've been here for so long, all the things that we have done, especially over the past couple of years, I don't really remember. So I don't remember what was good and what was not. <laughs> but I love the idea of hearing from the voices of the students especially the students that we have that are constantly participating in our Mm -hmm. events constantly meeting with their mentor are constantly hanging out in our transfer lounge i think it would be best to hear from them because maybe they wanted us to do something and we didn't do it yeah agreed all right so as i mentioned earlier we've got about 30 episodes out at the time of recording today's episode um which is such an amazing accomplishment for again a student-led podcast a student-produced podcast so with all of the episodes that are currently out and thinking back on everything we have done throughout producing this podcast what has been everyone's favorite moment working on the podcast my favorite moment. <laughs> oh, I know what you're gonna say. Working on this podcast, the eye contact is real. <laughs> <laughs> was editing Layla's video, and every sentence she said, "Yeah." <laughs> and then we continued, and I counted that they said it 158 times. In how many minutes? 
19. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just forever my favorite memory. (laughs) Um, I cannot believe 158 times in a 20-minute episode. It is a form of engagement and telling the mentee, I'm here. I'm here. I'm still here. And I'm still here. (laughs) And it was with um, a mentee where he also had the vibe of saying yeah. So we just collectively kept bouncing off of each other. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah." I swear at one point we were just like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You did. You did. Uh, I think my favorite part has been editing all the episodes because I'm the one that does the editing. But even if I'm not in the room helping somebody record or if I'm not recording the episode myself, like being able to listen back to everybody's episodes has been such an amazing thing just because as we keep reiterating and keep reiterating, everyone's stories are so different and so unique to them that you get to learn something new from like outside of the students that you typically work with. So that's been that's been really fun. Stressful at times, but really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it, right? Worth Absolutely. It. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite moment uh was when I recorded my episode or maybe it was Jen's episode and we just couldn't stop laughing for like thirty or forty minutes. And we kept restarting. Every like five minutes because we're just too giggly, and that was just really fun. So I love that. I hope we can get the behind the scenes on that. If you still have the recording, send it to me so we can get some bloopers in there. Yeah, <laughs> I still have the one where we sing Apparam Dreams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> send me that, please. Yeah. That's oh so God. funny. Don't worry about that one. <laughs> um, what is it? My favorite part of doing this podcast was um. I really like the idea of like creating a comfortable environment for the mentees because we've had like a various like amount where like it was like they were either extroverts, introverts, or in the middle. But especially for like the introverts that need a little bit more time to feel more comfortable, I love to see them grow throughout the conversation. And I'll get mentors that'll be like, oh, this mentee is like quiet. So like, you know, see if you can try and like get them to talk. And I had no problem with it once like they felt comfortable. And it was just really like nice and fun to just see them like feel comfortable in their own space to like just branch off and further elaborate on like their own stories and I just I love listening to it and just watching it yeah it's actually been a fun experience being able to watch how people from the beginning and then to the middle to like the end of their episode just start off with like simple things and then branch out into explaining their story because obviously starting something new you're you kind of get off to a rocky start because you don't really know what to do and then as we've recorded more episodes we've really started to learn like what works right so like the first couple of episodes we started with a casual uh a casual question and then got into like some serious stuff and then our and then did our this or that edition uh segment which didn't really work out so having been able to figure that out i think really worked in our favor to get more people to really talk about their stories absolutely yeah looking back on everything we've done with meeting all the time um, producing episodes recording episodes interviewing students is there anything in particular that you have learned with producing this podcast and is there anything you would have wanted done differently like for me i kind of wish that we were able to figure out very early on 
that asking the this or that and the the simple questions and then going on to like the more serious topics was something that we started from the beginning. Because obviously, I think it has led to better conversation and has led to people being more open to sharing their stories. So that's something I think we would have done differently. And I think that's also something that we've learned, right? Because some of the questions that we ask are very heavy and very in-depth. So it's not really something someone wants to talk about within the first 30 seconds of an episode. Completely agree. I think the more basic things, we learned how to actually work the stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also threw one of the cameras stands and we found like a random stand to put it in. Just so another I just wish we found the, the actual one. Yeah, so for those of you that are listening <laughs> that don't know, we have a couple of different um, like stands for some lights that we use and to set up the iPad um, when we do record our video episodes. And that that has been a journey in itself, trying to figure out how to set that up every <laughs> single time. You think you get it down and then it surprises you. It's like, oh, it's not supposed to go this way? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> every single time. What about you, Lele and Cora? Um, I don't know if I have anything that we can improve. I just really wanted to like reiterate with <laughs> set up and I was like so and you're like okay you do this and then you do this and I'm like okay 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 trying to keep track and then like I guess like as we like kind of like grew into it we like got into the motion of things mm-hmm. and it was just like okay yeah, obviously this tripod goes with that and these go with here you know and like maybe we want it to be like this kind of light setting so um nothing I don't know but like I can't think of improvements at the moment because I feel like it's just like a over time muscle memory kind of thing of like going with the not going with the flow getting the flow as it is so like I kind of feel like we like did a good job it was just like this is very new for all four of us and we just had to adjust into it yeah um, one thing I say like I know we have mentioned this quite a lot in this podcast that we've all four have grown into a better speaker a better like person that can interact with transfer students um and for me personally, I want to keep growing on that because there are some times when I'm recording that I wish I like set it in a different tone or like when I'm rewatching it, I wish that I phrased the question differently or responded with not wow, amazing. <laughs> so as that, I wish that I can improve more with this following year and with also with Hector. And with that touch back. It will. You're doing amazing, sweetie. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've had our go-to list of questions all semester while recording. Is there any topic and or question you would like um, to be seen in the podcast that is asked or talked about in the future? So, like, keep the questions in there or add another question? Like, add something else or talk about, like, a different topic, obviously, a lot of what we talk about or a lot of what we have talked about and other students that we have recorded have talked about are very repetitive, but it's because it's new to us and we're trying to get a groove on, right? But if there's like any specific topic or question you want to be, uh, you want to see be asked in the future. Um, I think I want to go off what Cora said about like getting feedback from them. I feel like a pod- the podcast is a really good place to ask them for that. Um just because we're already in the moment of like such a deep conversation of like the program itself and what transfer students um, are typically like and what they would need. So I feel like that'd be a really good question to ask. Just like, 
you know, um, what is it? With how do you how would you word that though? On asking them like, um, is there anything that we could do better? You know what I mean? You know what I'm yeah, I think one could be like when um people talk about their favorite transfer jacks event that they've been to, we could ask them like as a follow up, is there any event that we haven't hosted that you would like to see? Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a good one because yeah. we probably have so many ideas for events that we don't really know about. And then someone will come in and tell us that this is an idea for an event that they have. And we'll just be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I did think about that at one point, but it kind of got lost. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Um, for me, you know, I'm a very nosy and curious person. Mm-hmm. I when we talk to our transfer students on the podcast, we're kind of just talking about their experience here at NAU so far. And, you know, with me having my one-on-one meetings with my own transfer students, I get to hear what their previous college was like Mm -hmm. and their previous experience. And I wish for our podcast, we were able to learn more about like, not the comparison of NAU and their previous college, but more the reason like, how come they switch how come why they choose NAU like what drove you to switch universities then again that is an extremely personal question um but I think that should be something that can be at least suggested a little bit you know that's such a basic question that I ask all of my mentees when we're in meetings and I don't know why we didn't think about that I think something that I oh I lost my train of thought okay (laughs) I think for a lot of transfer students, they struggle with making friends. So maybe asking the people on the podcast, how did you build your support system here? That actually would be really good so that we can have a better idea. That's a good question, yeah. I'm going to forget that. It'll be in the recording, (laughs) so I will write it down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so sad I lost my train of thought now because I had a question and then I just, it went over my head. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> All right, so as the semester comes to an end, out of the four of us, three of us will be graduating. So as the new team comes in and takes over for the podcast, specifically myself, Lele, and Tiff, what do you hope to see from this new team? And Cora, if you would like to, you can add your thoughts as well. Obviously, I would like to see for this podcast to continue. But again, maybe bring in like a couple of people I, for an episode oh wait like even more than just two well not just two but like how one of us interviews because it's an interview style right mm-hmm. so one of us will interview like two people at once like i think that'd be cool because hmm. a lot of the transfer students makes friends with other transfer students so it'd be nice to hear like how their story started or how they became friends and how they support each other as transfer students i would like to do a good that sounds like so much fun or even well i wish we could have done it because our team is so small this semester but like the entire team recording an episode together i think that would be chaotic but i think that would be fun well then with you talking about numbers i feel like what i would like to see is more people in the committee but i know we're already a small team as it is yeah but i feel like it would be helpful i mean we already successfully got at like three plus recordings out so it's obviously like a good size but we were really busy this spring, too, and we just kind of, like, made things work and were able to adjust. But I feel like even just, like, two more people wouldn't hurt. Yeah, we definitely need to have a bigger group. Well, I hope it does work out <laughs> to the one mentor of the four of us that is staying. I will try everything in my power to make it. 
I'm sure it will. We're just a call or text away. You can still reach out. Yeah. Call you guys to come back here. Of course, gonna call us every every day. Okay, so what do I do now? Go <laughs> click this button or this button. <laughs> Tip, what are your thoughts? Um, so some of our mentees got hired on for next semester, right? What if those like new mentors like kind of reviewed us as mentors? Oh, oh, I like the shift, right? Or like the right. switch, right? That kind that kind of sounds terrifying to me. I mean, I feel like I'm a good mentor. So. <laughs> I mean, I do too, but at the same time, like, oh, okay. Oh, I, like, did I do something wrong? I, and they've never told me? I like that. I like that. Well, I mean, like, I'm, they're going to get it like a script of some sort, right? Unless are we saying like they're just going to like improvise? No, let them free ball it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, maybe, like, how would you describe your mentor? Yeah. Like that. Well, okay, I was actually going to ask then, would it be oh, would it be weird if, like, we had, like, it, we interviewed a mentor and a mentee that frequently meet often? That would be Ooh. so fun. Oh, yeah, you did that with, um, That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, at least, but, like, once for every mentor, that'd be so cute. That would be. Right. I just thought about that. I, write, I love that idea. I'll so, write all of these down. They're all recorded, so it's gonna go on a paper anyways. Because Stacy also gave me a ton of new ideas for next year. So Ooh, okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm gonna continue our legacy that you guys yes. that we've started together. I also think a good thing would be to continue is this new tradition that we're starting, of every single year at the ending of the spring semester, even though you're graduating in fall. <laughs> um. <laughs> Of the committee coming together and just kind of reflecting on how the year went with the podcast. I think that that would be really cool. I agree. That would be a cool tradition to keep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So as we're kind of ending our episode, is there any thoughts, any things you want to say about the podcast and how we've produced it and how we worked on it? I can't imagine working with any other people. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't got anything. Um, <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> um, you know what? I will say something that producing a podcast was such a cool experience. It's not something I ever thought that I would do. Let alone, I don't like listening to my own voice. So um, uh, having to edit back the episodes that were either the ones I recorded or ones I participated in is kind of odd. Wasn't there growth in that? You said like, huh, I didn't sound like as bad as I thought I would. Didn't yeah, you there that? was. There and was I, growth though. Yeah, there was. But still yet, like I recorded um, a podcast episode a couple years ago with um, Yandira, one of our former mentors. Um, I was just like a participant and a guest and I did not listen to it at all. It's been like two years and I still haven't listened to it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I refuse to. See, for me, I mean, this team, like, you know, we started, we had our struggles, we didn't know how exactly we were going to begin this, we didn't know if we wanted to do a script, if we just only wanted to do video or just audio, we didn't know how exactly to reach out to our mentees and transfer students on scheduling and then work with our schedules to schedule it with it, because you have had two people for doing video. And then slowly being independent 
and with another person and without another person, but also still informing the group what was going on, like blocking out that space on our calendar so we know that we can't both recording during that time. This is all stuff that we learned and improved on and I just I'm, I'm very proud of like everything that we have done so far we've grown and I hope to continue and share this knowledge that we learned this semester with the upcoming semester uh, mentors so they can have kind of a head start and then see what they create so then they can bring it on and continue the legacy that we started with each other I promise you a handbook is in the process oh, yes <laughs> I got you, you. Also, Catherine asked me to, but I got you. <laughs> yes, definitely need that because there's a lot of trial and errors that we've all done and finally got it yeah. just right in the end. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, all right. Anything else? Any last minute comments? I loved being the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are fun moments. I'm going to miss editing Leah's or Lele's video saying yeah. Oh, so you did enjoy it? Not one minute. <laughs> but I'm going to miss hearing your beautiful voice in the podcast. Well, it's on Spotify, podcast, you know. Feel free to listen to those whenever you're available. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So, as a graduating member of the team, I just want to say that it has been such a pleasure and an amazing opportunity to be able to produce this podcast with the three of you. I have loved every second of recording, editing, meeting as a committee for updates, talking about everything, all of our laughs, all of our bloopers, everything like that. But I can't wait to see what the new team will do with this podcast. So thank you, Tiff, Cora, and Lele for joining me today and sharing the experiences you have had producing this podcast with me.